What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 216 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Sanderson. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are back this week with another Canadian competition team profile presented by our friend JT McCurdy from the Barbecue Rack Addicts Barbecue Team. And for this one, we're going all the way out to the East Coast to visit with Daniel Turner of Hogs Harbor. When we spoke last week, Daniel was just a couple of days removed from a third place finish in the Atlantic Canada Barbecue Championship in Clare, Nova Scotia, which was Eastern Canada's first ever KCBS sanctioned tournament. So that's awesome and well done on the finish there. This week, Daniel and I talk about how we got into barbecue, competing in Eastern Canada and the Eastern U.S., and also about the small farm operation that he and his wife recently started in Halls Harbor, Nova Scotia. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Motley Q 2022 Competition Bounty Program. For the last couple of years, Motley Q's amazing products have been winning awards in multiple sauce and seasoning contests, like the best sauce on the planet. Competition barbecue cooks have also been receiving calls using Motley Q products at competitions all over the world. So this year, Big Joe and Jess are looking to add to the winning. In 2022, when you use Motley Q products and win a category or a GC, you'll get a little extra jangle in your pockets. It's as simple as this. Use Motley Q products in a sanctioned competition. Take some pictures or video as proof. When you win a category or a GC, email Motley Q the proof and they will send you $250 as a bonus for continuing the winning. They will most likely do a post about your win, but will not share any picture that you don't want out there. Your secrets are safe with them. Visit MotleyQ.ca, that's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A, and click on the Barbecue Bounty Program tab at the top of the screen to get all the details. Well, welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast, and uh, tonight featuring another of our Canadian competition barbecue teams, and a little bit more to the story about that. Uh, heading out to the east coast of Canada, Daniel Turner from Hogs Harbor Barbecue Team in Nova Scotia joins me. Daniel, uh, how are you doing this evening? Thank you for joining me. Great. Thanks so much for having me. I should have Appreciate asked. It. I should have asked before. Daniel, Dan, what do you prefer? That's absolutely fine. Anything you like. All right. I, I get it all. All right. Uh, question I ask everybody right off the top is, what does barbecue mean to you? Oh, good question. Um, I think I think for me or for us, like our, our whole team, I think there's just a bit of a nostalgia with, you know, cooking with fire yep. and, uh, you know, doing it the way that they did hundreds or maybe thousands of years ago. And yep. uh, there's something to be said for that, I think. Absolutely. So, uh, Couldn't agree with that's you. a big part of it, I think. Couldn't agree with you more there. Uh, talk about your background a little bit. Uh, Nova Scotia, originally home for you? Yeah, born and raised here. Yeah, um, have, have have lived uh, in the Annapolis Valley and in Truro, and yeah, I uh, I'm I'm biased, but I I wouldn't want to go anywhere else. Yeah, and you're in uh, Halls Harbor, Nova Scotia, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's in the Annapolis Valley. So okay. like for for some that are from away, we, yeah. we'd be about. 15, 20 minutes from Acadia University. Okay, yeah. Where that is. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, and, yeah. Uh, an, an, about an hour outside of Halifax. Yep, okay. Yeah, kind of on the west or north, north coast of, Halif- of Nova Scotia, I guess, looking at it there. Yeah, I can look out the window and see the Bay of Fundy. Nice, so, okay. Yeah. Gives me a bit, of, a, bit of an idea there, so. Yeah, uh, tell, sure. tell me about the area, and uh, you do some farming there that we'll get into, but uh, talk to me about the, that area. What's it like there? 
Sure, sure. So it's absolutely gorgeous. Again, maybe I'm biased, yeah, but it's hey. uh, it's rural. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's farm country out here, and um, yeah, I I I, uh, I did I did mortgages for for ten years, and okay. so got to, got to you know generally talk to people from away that were coming here, which mm-hmm. is which has gotten more and more popular over the most recent couple of years. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's always been my perspective, but uh, it's always neat when people come from other provinces, out west or Ontario, uh, mm-hmm. to here. They almost all kind of say the same thing. Small community, yeah. it, it's a slower pace. Yep. Uh, you almost have to get used to it mm-hmm. when you're from away. Yep. But, uh, yeah, things move slower here and, and everybody kind of knows everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, talking about the farming, our daughter uh, just recently, three months ago, moved from Calgary out to Summerside, Prince Edward Island. Oh, excellent. And, Beautiful. And she's talking about the, the farmland there, and you're, you know, obviously you do that there. And uh, for me, being out here, I just don't feel like I grew up on the prairies. I'm from Winnipeg and uh, grew up surrounded by farmland. I don't think of the, the maritime provinces as as being heavy farmland, but obviously uh, there is there. And it's just interesting kind of for me to get my mind around it, so. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there is lots here. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, in the more rural parts of the of the province, and yeah, uh, yeah that's definitely uh, the community that we're in is definitely that. Yeah, no, it's interesting, and it's funny. I was just uh, talking with her today, and uh, you know, like I said, she's been in, out there three months, and she said it's it's gotten to her because you know Summerside's I think fifteen thousand people, and she went into Charlottetown today, and you know, she, <laughs> she, she going to the big city, which is uh, compared to Calgary, quite small still, but uh, it's uh, it's. It didn't take long for it to rub off on her. So that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. PEI is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I actually just, I haven't been. I uh, just booked my flights today, heading out there uh, the Thanksgiving weekend to see her. So really oh, nice. uh, excited to obviously see her, but to see uh, see the area there as well. So looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, good for you. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So the, uh, the standard question I have to ask anybody from Nova Scotia uh, how far are you from Oak Island? And, uh, yeah, what's what's the deal there? Maybe it maybe uh, an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, it's funny, and I, and I think you know you're referencing the, you know the show, yeah, kind of, you know the the TV show yes. and and, uh, and everything, and and yeah. if I'm being a hundred percent honest with you, I've never watched. Oh, it. really? Okay. Well, that's all right then. <laughs> I, I've, been, I've been. Oh, you've been there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Any anywhere on the South Shore is absolutely beautiful yeah. and worth going down to. And yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah. probably about a year ago did a podcast with uh, the folks from Fireworks Barbecue, uh, and they're oh, they're yeah. right in Mahone Bay, so they uh, they had a little more insight. Uh, they knew some of the people that regulars on the show and that sort of thing, so it's kind of cool. To, a- absolutely, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and they uh, I've I've not made the trip to uh to see them yet yeah. but we chatted on social media before and yep. they're, they're banging out beautiful yep. product they are doing some great stuff there so really nice stuff yeah so my, my my thought on oak island is uh absolutely there was something there at some point <laughs> yeah that just, would be mine too and, and again I, I don't know what's on the show like yeah. i've never watched it but yeah. uh j- just from hearing the local stories and i do know people that are on the show for yep. sure yeah but uh yeah there, there's definitely something going on there yeah, they, they found enough that, you know clues or uh tidbits that there was something there at, at one point at least whether it's uh whether there is anything left or not they'll be uh yeah still to be seen i there, guess there's so. actually a lot of that kind of stuff yeah on the coast like in yeah. nova scotia like i'm can, sure yeah i can think of two or three other spots that you know ha- have a story of you know buried treasure and I'm different sure. things yeah 
it's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, where did kind of the the cooking and barbecue bug uh, come from for you? Um, I would say that uh, it was it kind of started it was guys, you know, guys weekends away. Okay. My brother and I and and uh, a few of our buddies. You know, we'd, we'd go to Toronto for an NHL game or right. we'd go to Montreal to watch an NHL game. We're kind of hockey nuts. Yep. And um, you can you can only do that so much. And after a while, we're like, well, let's do something different. Yeah. And there was a there was a backyard cooking class in mm. Ottawa. Okay. And it was actually put on by Rob uh, Reinhardt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Very uh, smoking spice. Absolutely, yep. So I think he flew in and, and put some stuff on. Right. And um, we, we were like, what is that? Well, it's a good excuse to go away. Sure, yep. Um, but we knew we knew absolutely nothing. Like I didn't know if it was going to be like a, you know, a propane's, you know, barbecue or what. Like yes. we just kind of went, and uh, I can remember eating the chicken thigh in that class yep. and looking at my brother and saying, oh. "If this is chicken, I've never had it." <laughs> this is something different, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob definitely knows his way around oh, smoking. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and so that really kind of ignited something for us. And we were like, Hey, this, and it, and it wasn't a competition class. It was a backyard class. Yep. And, uh, we kind of just fell in love with it. And um, yeah, it, it was only probably the next year after that, maybe not even 12 months that we, we found a competition down in new England. Okay. And actually that's a bit of a funny story. It was our first one. Yep. We showed to them again, knew nothing about any of that. So we, we assumed that we were, you know, joining this kind of amateur backyard kind of competition. And um, in hindsight, now it was a master series kind of. So, so we get down there, we get set up with an RV and, and uh, you know, we're, we're sitting around and, and start seeing guys that we recognize from YouTube. Right. <laughs> Uh-oh. And we went to the girl and we said, Hey, look, there's a, there's a drastic mistake. We're not supposed to be like, are they here speaking? And they're like, no, no, they're here competing. And, she said, well, we just thought where you were from out of country that you must have been the real deal. So we, you know, didn't think anything of it. So yep. It was nice. Kind of, it was kind of funny. <laughs> yep. Right, in, right into it. Eh? Right, right into it. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. What were you, uh, what were you cooking on back then? What were we cooking on back then? We had a, we had a Yoder 640. Okay. So you started out uh, with some good equipment then. That, that we still have now. Yep. Um, and we had uh, my first ever smoker, which was a Broil King keg that okay. I still have. Yep, yep. And it's like 10 and looks like new. Yeah, like it's, yeah. You can't hurt it. Yeah, unless you <laughs> drop it, right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. Awesome. So that, that's what we had then. Okay. And, and and we have much bigger cookers now because we do some catering. But right. when we go to competitions, those are, you know, still we, we still take 40. Yep, awesome. And, you know, how long ago was that kind of when you got that start, uh, that first contest? What uh, year would that have been? Yeah, I'm going to guess and say that we went maybe to Rob's class in in in, in 15, and then we okay. did a competition in 16. Um, it could have been 16, 17. I'm not yeah. the best with dates, but yep. it was okay. around that time. Okay. Yeah. And in that first competition, as uh, as many have it in their first competition, mm-hmm. the luck of the doll or whatever you'd like to call it. Yeah, the, the, the hook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we yeah. had a phenomenal time, and yep. – uh, and then we ended up getting a call for ribs yep. and um, then it was lights you're, out and we were home. You're done. Yeah, absolutely. I know, <laughs> I know all about that. So. Yeah. So how many, uh, I guess for you guys there, for the most part, for doing competitions, you're traveling into the States and maybe out into Ontario and Quebec a bit or? Yeah, we haven't, we haven't actually done Ontario and Quebec okay. and uh, definitely on the list, but yeah. we, um, we really enjoyed 
down. We used to go to one that they don't have anymore. Actually, we went a couple times down to Greenfield, Massachusetts. Okay. And I think it was like barbecue blues and brews or something like that. Yep. And um, it was good. 35 teams in that range. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of a neat little, little mm-hmm. town, yep. but uh, they don't do that one anymore. Yeah. And uh, so this year we went to the, the central main barbecue challenge Yeah. and that was excellent. Very, very, very well run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not too far for you guys uh, from where you are to drop down no, there, right? So, 12, 14 hours. Yeah. Uh, the other one was 14. I think this one was nine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, still a bit of a drive then. Not, not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Yep. Uh, and the team, uh, how many guys have you got going on the team there? It's kind of uh, interchangeable. Yep. Uh, there, there, let's say there's, there's you know, three or four of us that, that are always kind of involved in the cooking process. Yep. And then, and then, and then we would have maybe, uh, you know, any given tournament, maybe one or two other guys that, that come along and want to sure. see it and, you know, trying to get more guys into it. And that Absolutely. Kind of stuff. So, Absolutely. How many contests yeah. in a normal year? And obviously the last uh, few years haven't been normal, but uh, how many contests do you figure you're doing in a year? Yeah, we weren't doing any there for a no, couple no, of years. No. None, so none, none nice of us was, yeah. Stuff, uh, recently, but yeah, yeah we, we we were we were going down doing one or one or two a year okay. for a bit, yeah. and then um, and then we didn't. We probably haven't for two years, and then we did Maine this year, and then yep. and then more recently the the uh, the first one, to my knowledge, ever KCBS yeah. sanctioned in Atlantic was just this past weekend. This so. past weekend, yeah, and I had Philip uh, Godet on a while back talking about that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, third place for your team that, this weekend, I saw. So, congrats on that, great finish. And yeah, thanks. How yeah, it was they, good. How did that all go? It went good. It yep. went really good. Other than our ribs, which yeah. we just cooked and cooked and cooked, and they just wouldn't cook. Oh no! It was, it was just one of those days where you know you have a smoker jacked way up yep. trying to get it just to cook, and uh, those things were like tire treads. Something. Were, uh, but other than that, our chicken turned out good. Yep. I think we came third in chicken and and third in pork, and and then first in brisket. Nice. But, well, congrats. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was yep. fun, and, and Philip and Philip won that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and uh, Rusty's barbecue or smoked barbecue yep. out of Ontario came second. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a good group. Yeah, how many teams did they end up having? I think they ended up with a dozen teams. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think they had two kind of pull out late, and um, yeah, but that's you know it's funny. I watch it online. I'm, I'm you know I'm on the Facebook group with the Canadian mm-hmm. Barbecue Society and, yep. and different things and. Um, you know, it, it seems like it's it's really rolling out west. Yeah. And then there's there's some maybe in Ontario and Quebec. Yeah. And it's an infant here. Yeah. It's, uh, but you know, when we bought our smokers, like I'm going to say that I'm going to say we bought our, our smokers maybe in like 2013 or 2014, okay. that yep. kind of thing. Um, I didn't know anyone else that had one. Yeah. And now uh, you know each of my buddies has a you know <laughs> a Trager or a or or some kind of a Kamado. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Which is great to see. So. Yeah. No, and, yeah, and that's, it'll grow, right? I, I know Quebec, they don't have much as far as KCBS, but they seem to have a f- number of uh, amateur comps. Yeah. And it's going to yeah, grow, it'll grow from that, right? And uh, Ontario, yeah. uh, Ontario, I'm sure, just a matter of time before things kind of get back back there. They've got the Jack 9 coming up in September, so. Yeah, yeah. And even, like, the restaurant scene here, mm-hmm. like, you know, 10 years ago, maybe there was – you know, maybe there was no barbecue restaurant and, and on the top of my head, you yeah. know, I can probably think of five. So, yeah. so there's probably 10. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's nice to see. It's, it's kind of moving that direction. Yep. That's, uh, are you okay to hear me there? 
Yeah. Okay. I just got a pop up that my mic wasn't working. So, okay. No, I good. Did. All right. Excellent. Yeah. You got, uh, we talked about fireworks there. Uh, yeah. Old Road is doing some stuff. And yeah. um, Corey with Beer Daddy over in New Brunswick. And yeah. So there's, uh, yeah. there's some stuff happening around there. So, yeah. And you're seeing a lot more of like, um, you know, uh, wood stove mm-hmm. places that are now, now carrying a full line of, of uh, smokers, which maybe before they had none or, or one or two. Right. Perfect. And yeah. you, know, you get in places that, 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 that are carrying pretty good selection on rubs and different things. So it is, uh, it's moving in the right direction. Absolutely. We'll yeah. Good to see. Uh, and, you know, now that they've got the one KCBS comp out there and keep that growing and hopefully add another down the road before too long and just uh, keep moving. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, I could definitely see us hosting one here at the firm and uh, yeah. at some point to try to, yeah, get it to two, and then yep. hopefully someone gets it to three, and exactly. kind of keep going. So yeah, so for the the competition this weekend in Clare, where are you located compared to that? Uh, it was two 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 hours and fifteen minutes away. Okay. Yeah, but there but there was teams there from you know pretty Ontario, much all yeah. over. Right? Yeah. So it was good to see. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. and, and a pretty good following like locally there, like. They, they supported the event locally really well. Yeah. So uh, there was probably, you know, there was probably uh, four or five local teams. So oh, Excellent. Yeah. Now are they on, yeah. I'm trying to think, are they on the same coast as you or other side or where? Same, wh- same coast, just further, we'll say south from south us. South of you. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. So, so last we'll say. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Excellent. More with Dan Turner coming up in a couple of minutes, talking about the farming operation that he and his wife, Ash, have started. But first, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Township 27. Township 27 develops, produces, distributes, and sells the highest quality pantry spices, herbs, spice blends, sauces, salad, dressings, and condiments for people who love food. All of their products are produced by hand in small batches using only the highest quality ingredients to maintain the full flavor and freshness that their customers have come to expect. Township 27 has searched the globe looking for the finest ingredients to go into their products, and they are excited to share the bounty with you. All Township 27 products are gluten-free, cholesterol-free, MSG-free, and are pure, with no added fillers or preservatives. Township 27 is proudly Alberta-owned and produce all of their products locally right in Rocky View County, Alberta. If you're looking for the best in spices, blends, sauces, and condiments, whether it be retail, wholesale, or bulk, check them out at township27.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook farm life talk about that now you mentioned you were doing mortgages before so farming uh in the blood for you or is that just something you've got into more recently kind of kind of funny yeah you could say that it's in the blood but i didn't really have anything to do with it okay (laughs) so like my my grandparents had a farm um you know really on both sides of the family and um but yeah no my my, uh my family has a construction company uh, concrete company. Okay. And, uh, growing up, I was allergic to hay. So I didn't even help out really, yep. to be honest with the, you know, I think I had three uncles that had beef farms and, um, Ash, my, my wife, uh, you know, grew up in a subdivision. So farming definitely wasn't for either of us. Right. And, uh, we, we bought a place kind of out in the country just to, you know, have more room for, for the kids and, and yep. the dogs to play around. And then, she she kind of got into some layer chickens and, and uh, somebody told me that's the gateway uh, drug. <laughs> yep. That was that was pretty accurate. Whoever whoever said that was was pretty much bang on. And yep. then she she had a, a breeding sheep flock. 
Okay. And uh, she says, well, if, if we're going to do the farming thing, I'm a barbecue guy. Like, I need something that we can consume. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we just didn't want to do something that was just kind of, you know, what everyone, you know, we didn't mm-hmm. want to have, a, you know, a, the same pig as, as the people down the street, so to speak. So, yeah. Yeah, we put about two years of research into it. Yeah, we tried a whole bunch of different kind of heritage breeds, and went down to uh, to, to Kansas City and over to Missouri, and and talked to some people that were doing some pretty neat things down there mm-hmm. with uh, genetics. And um, we were able to uh, we were able to get uh, a specific breed that they didn't have in Canada here, and okay. get that up and going. And and uh, it just has a little different type of fat and marbling on yep. it, and, and it renders at a at a lower temperature and so that was that was really really neat and then we kind of fell in love with cows and uh <laughs> i said well if we're going to do that let's go with you know let's go with some full blood wagyu and, yeah. and uh, something that i can take to a tournament and uh you know we can be proud of and, mm-hmm. and promote yep. and um so that that's a long road but yeah. but we're we're five miles down a 10 mile road we'll <laughs> no say yeah what and, uh, uh what, what is the breed of uh of hog that you're doing then so we had a, a um, it's called a, it's called a black beauty, but it's okay. uh, it was a Mishan boar and uh, which is a Chinese heritage breed of pig. And it's a, it's like a delicacy over there. Okay. Problem with it is, it, it, you know, it's, it's got really marbled pork chops, which are beautiful, but there's just not a lot of meat on them. Right. And so we crossed it with, um, with guidance. It wasn't my idea by any means, but yep. with, with, with a mentor out of the States, we, we crossed it with um, some really good Berkshire genetics. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we got that nice meaty Berkshire uh, size to the animal and, yep. and size pork chop and then crossed with the, uh, with the intermuscular fat from the, the Michan. Yeah. And it kind of lines up really similar to like, you know, a Wagyu beef where right. it has that intermuscular fat. So mm-hmm. neat. Yeah. We're really, we've been really happy with that. So. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I've got, uh, there's a, a farm not far from here that I've had on and been out there and she's raising, uh, the red mangalitzas. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. And they, the, you know, you talk about the fat yeah. and the, the intramuscular fat and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. And we've raised, we've raised mangalitzas before yeah. and, uh, yeah. Excellent meat. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, interesting, yeah. uh, interesting to hear the, uh, the genetic side of it, right. The science part of it and, uh, looking for those different traits and, putting things together to get what you're after. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and, and, and Wagyu seems to be kind of all the, all the rage in the barbecue world. And yep. But then if we, if, if we kind of, I don't know if I'm speaking as a barbecue guy or, or as a farmer anymore, mm-hmm. but you know, there's such a wide range of that and you, you yeah. see Wagyu on the menu and it's, you know, it could be uh, what they would call an F1 cross, which maybe is, is part Wagyu, part black Angus, yeah. or it could be a purebred or it could be a full blood. Like yeah. there's a, there's quite a scale there and um, the, the price of each, um, Absolutely. you know, yeah. really different as well. Yeah. And you said the, the Wagyu you're doing is full blood Wagyu. Yeah. So we, we kind of have both and we're kind of toying around with it cause we have, we have some black Angus cows and, uh, and there, and so we do have some crosses and then yeah. more recently we've gotten into the, to the full blood and, and doing some genetics and, and then doing some up for, uh, for competition. So next, next year we'll have our own meat. So that'll nice. be nice. Yep. On the beef side. Yeah. Uh, now here's the, the million dollar question. Are you going to sell that meat, those briskets to other competitors? Or are you keeping that for yourself? <laughs> uh, safe to say the first one will go to me. Yeah. You I, get the choice. Yeah, absolutely. 
<laughs> yeah, you don't want to. No, you know, definitely. Yeah, we would. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you don't want to give them too much of an advantage, right? No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> We'll keep him guessing a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> might be full blood waggy, might not be. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I you know what we uh we cook uh with uh Brant Lake Wagyu on our competition team out here and uh, you certainly notice the difference between uh between that and just your standard uh store bought brisket, right? So Sure. Yeah, sure. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're and they're they're hooked in with the, the local food service place uh here. So you can get okay. You can get their stuff here too, yeah. and it's it, it's nice stuff for sure. I think that's an Angus cross, if I'm not mistaken, right? The Brent Lake. I, stuff? I believe I've never spoken to them, but I, yeah. I've looked. At it and I I would say it's it's yeah what what we would call an F cross. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So what's uh, what sort of time frame on the farm? When did that all get started for you guys? Yeah, you know what that that you know we I guess we were taking some baby steps, but we'll mm-hmm. say in, in 2018 and. Um, it's been really, it's been a really neat experience and, and it's kind of taken off and, and, and it's got its own legs now. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, in the whole time, my, my wife used to, you know, she was on Instagram and, uh, I used to give her the gears, like put the phone down, let's do this, <laughs> like your heads in your phone, that yep. kind of stuff. Yep. And, uh, um, I used to give her a hard time and, and I, it took a long time that social media is a bit over my head, we'll say, but, mm-hmm. um, over time, I started to see it. She was building an audience mm. and and uh, a real community and and people that are on there um, following like they, like they have a real attachment mm. to to the firm yeah. and uh, it's gotten to a point where you know they're involved yeah. and and they're uh, they they feel very much a part of it and they are they are a part of it and and so yeah her, her following has really taken off and um, she she wrote a book. Uh, with with um the food nanny who's okay. out of utah okay. Lizzie, um they they've connected and um they wrote a they wrote a sourdough book that comes out in october okay together and uh they actually run a food uh online subscription so uh together and that's that's a that's a big part of the of the business mm-hmm. um it's kind of neat it ties in together we, we couldn't have it without the farm and we couldn't probably have the farm at this point without without the uh social media yeah side of the business and uh so it's been a really neat marriage that way Mm -hmm. yeah it's very it's certainly something new right that social media and you're seeing a lot of the smaller farm operations that are you know as you say building that community through that it's really quite interesting to see that uh we you know seeing a fair bit of it out here as well so yeah yeah it it is neat and i think it's probably the way things will will continue to move you know you Mm -hmm. always Especially for the firm, especially for the small firm and the, yeah. and the homestead, and people say, "Well, you can't make any money at it," and, and they're probably not wrong. But yeah. uh, maybe the social media helps to to, to pay some of the bills yeah. with it yeah. that way. Um, so that's been really, really neat. And her following is really, uh, you know, it, it, it was a very slow process, and, mm-hmm. and she's continued to put the work in and, and put the work in. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think she just recently crossed hundred thousand followers, yeah. and. Uh, it's it's been really neat to see. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, are you yeah. full time on the farm? Are you still doing other stuff? Just since January or June, sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah. So so I'm I'm full time on the farm. I, I help her with the back end of of the online business, the banking right. part of it. That right. was a bit of my background. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we're we're both in, in the business full time. And right now we're doing uh, we're doing a barbecue uh, month in the subscription. So okay. it's not just no uh, stuff. It's all kinds of of different things and so seasonal things and 
yeah, so that that's been a lot of fun. It's definitely not awesome. my comfort zone to be in front of the camera, but yeah, then uh, it's been neat for sure. Awesome, excellent. Well, congrats on that, and good luck with, uh, yeah, with that moving forward. Uh, you mentioned some catering as well. What's uh, is that kind of a separate operation from the farmer? Is that part of it? No, that's that's through the farm as well. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, we kind of got hooked up recently with. With, uh, with Smoker Broker out your okay. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, we, so we do, uh, we are a Yoder dealer through them. Nice. And, uh, we, you know, we were on the hunt for something a, a bit bigger for doing some bigger events. So mm-hmm. it, it's really something that we don't do full time by any means. Right. Um, it's just kind of people reach out to us and say, hey, look, we got a staff party for 100 people or we have, uh, you know, a, a wedding for, for 200 or, you know, I think in September we have a 300 person event. But um, nice. Yeah. And so we go and we cook at it. And what's, what's kind of funny is, is, uh, and I'm not sure about a West, but here, like if you go to the store and buy, you know, quote unquote pulled pork, it's, you know, it's, it's pork that's kind of been drowning in a sauce, yeah. you know, yeah. it's pretty much uh, you could drink it. But yep. so I'm just, I've never been a fan of it. So it's been kind of a little bit hard to market because, you know, when we smoke our pork shoulders, I guess I sometimes catch myself calling it pulled pork. Yeah. And when we're talking to people about catering, they're like, oh, no, I don't want that. And yeah. It's like, oh, no, well, you haven't had this. You yeah. got to try it. So yeah. For yeah. a while, we were like cooking them a, a pork butt, <laughs> you know, and, and, and sending it to them or getting them to come pick it up yeah. in order to convince them to do this at their wedding, you know. Mm. But Yeah. If it's, um, if it's done right, you don't need the sauce, right? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we, we kind of do it uh, with sauce to the side for people that want it. And, yeah. And, uh, when people come back up for seconds to the lineup, you know, they generally don't take it. Yeah. Um, there is one that's really, really popular. Uh, there's a, there's a smoked mustard sauce mm. uh, from host of Q. Yeah. Uh, the slow smoke gold. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So we get that, we get that. And uh, that is really special. Yeah. I really like that sauce personally. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's what we do. And then from that, we don't do any marketing at all for it. And, uh, when we cook an event, if there's a hundred people, we, we generally will book two more from it and that's nice. kind of hey. where it comes from. So perfect. That, the nice thing with that is it's kind of guaranteed money, right? You're not, uh, not setting up at a, at an event, hoping people come by and pick up, uh, and you know, come to your trailer. You, yeah, you know, up front what you're selling and what you're serving. Right. So, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we have a lot of fun. And if it's, a, if it's a big, you know, if it's a big one, we get, you know, four or five of us together and we, we cook for it yep. and uh, we generally set up a line and, and we'll serve it that way. And awesome. And uh, it's kind of a good weekend usually. Yeah, no doubt. Excellent, man. That's great. Anything else going on out there that you want folks to know about? No, I don't think so. Yep. I don't think so. Yeah. We do the catering and stuff. And uh, I think we're definitely planning, you know, in the next 12 months to do more of the competitions and try to ramp that up and, yep. and hone that in a bit. And, uh, yeah, we do some farm to table stuff, um, also was kind of on pause with COVID, but hopefully we'll see, uh, this fall that come back to life as well. So. Excellent. And if folks are looking to pick up some of the meat, uh, is that available now, uh, the pork and whatnot? Yeah, we, we have pork now. We'll, we'll add beef next year. Um, yeah, probably the best thing would be, would be to follow the farm account. It's just, it's really just on Instagram. It's, uh, at turner.farm yep um and, and anytime we have meat and stuff ash ash will usually post that so excellent i'll make a note of that and put that in the show notes for you so excellent uh and you're on instagram it's at hogs harbor right 
Yeah, yeah, I believe I believe so. I'm yeah. not uh, nearly as active as she is. I think she has a link to mine and hers. Yes, so, yeah, uh, you both. I noticed you both have links to each other there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I do believe that it's right without yeah. looking. I'm yeah. Pretty sure. So awesome, uh, Dan. Thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. The last uh, question I ask everybody: it's uh, it's dinner time. You got the grill fired up. Uh, what's the uh, what's your go to out there? I'm a steak nut. Yeah, that's an easy answer for me. Yeah. yeah. A reverse sear on a one-inch ribeye, and uh, if I had to have the Last Supper, that would be it. That's it. Right on, man. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> well, Dan, uh, like I said, thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. I know it's getting late in the evening for you out there, a uh, three-hour time difference. So That's okay. Uh, thank you. I appreciate uh, uh, you having me. And I know how exhausting the, the Monday after a competition weekend can be, so... <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, my friend. Yeah, and uh, maybe we'll get out there one day, or if you guys, uh, you know, make your way out here for one of the comps out in Western Canada, we'd love to see you out here. So awesome! You know what? That's on the list. So yeah. I might have to hit you up for a grill to use. Or something. Oh, we'll uh, we'll take care of you absolutely. <laughs> okay, you get you get out here. We'll you get out here. We'll take care of that. So all right, deal. Thanks, thanks Dan. Thank you. Cheers. See ya. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news, brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it is in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal, drum smokers, and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at BarrelBossQ.ca to see the whole lineup. That's BarrelBoss, the letter Q, dot C-A. And tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue podcast. It is late Wednesday evening as I record this, so we'll keep it a little short this week. This past Sunday, I had the privilege of attending the Calgary edition of the Brewery and the Beast Festival. It was great to see all the creativity on display from the amazing cooks and nice to run into a number of familiar faces. The food was incredible. Some of the cooking setups were outstanding and just wild to see. It was a beautiful day and the sold-out crowd certainly was enjoying all the delicious bites and great beverages. Mark this one on your calendar, folks, for next year and keep listening in for a podcast episode in the next couple of weeks featuring some of the folks that were on hand at the festival cooking and serving. There's another great event here in Calgary this weekend as Barley and Smoke goes down this Saturday, August the 27th, at the Stampede Grounds. This one's a major fundraiser for Kids Cancer Care that features a number of local restaurants paired with breweries competing in different food and beverage categories. Go to barleysmoke.ca for tickets and details. Sadly, I won't be attending this year because... Me and the Moose Knuckle Barbecue Boys are gearing up to get back into the swing of competition after a month or so off. This weekend, we'll be in Didsbury, Alberta at the Ag Society Grounds for the Didsbury Lions Barbecue Competition. You can visit didsburylionsbbq.ca for details. And if you're in the area, come on by. Come say hello. It is open to the public both Saturday and Sunday. On the Labor Day weekend, we have Barbecue on the Bow right here in Calgary. This is Canada's longest continuously running sanctioned barbecue competition. 
and it is back for the 31st year on September 2nd to the 4th down in Northwest Calgary at the Calgary Shrine Stables. There will be plenty of action happening Saturday with a sanctioned amateur competition, kids' queue, food demos, and more. Across the pond at the Shrine Center, there is a blues festival going on all weekend. So it will be an exciting time, and we will hope to see lots of folks down there. Hit up BBQ on the bow to register for either the amateur kids' queue or master series competition to sign up for judging or just for more information. We are excited to announce that the per prize purse for the Master Series competition on Saturday will be at least $10,000, including $2,000 and a brand new Drumbo Smoker for the Grand Champion. The following weekend, Smoke in the Valley out in Saskatchewan was previously an amateur competition, bumping up to a KCBS-sanctioned event this year. That's three in a row, three weekends in a row in Alberta and Saskatchewan. This one's out in Moose Jaw. At the Buffalo Pound Provincial Park, the weekend of September 10th and 11th. Visit www.smoketheletternthevalley.com for info and registration. I'm always looking for guest ideas for the show, so email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there's someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints in Alberta then get on out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, just head out to your local barbecue joints and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking. Mm-hmm.